Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. This is not an easy video for me to do. For the last year, I've been telling you to invest in the companies of the future, uh, the big six, the big nine minus China. I've been telling you that if you'll read The Accidental Superpower, you'll learn where the world is going and why you should uh, be a part of it. I've been telling you that if you'll read uh, The Future is Faster Than You Think, you'll, you'll recognize that the big six is going to take us into the future and that you'll be a good investor that way. I also have been telling you to read my book and get your mind set so that you don't doubt yourself and that you uh, make a plan and you make a good investment plan. Then I've recently been talking about building wealth and how you need to keep more of what you make by learning the tax codes. And I've, I've emphasized that I'm a long-term investor. And then I turned on you um, about uh, 30 days ago and told you that I went to 30% or 50% cash because I wasn't confident um, of the way the market was going relative to the to the amount of debt that we were mounting and the, the fact that we had taken our country from a, a uh, national debt of four trillion dollars in 2000 to 24 trillion in 2020 and we're t probably going to go no another five trillion before we get through 2021. Then I did a video last week on how the banks really pulled a slick one and took 600 billion dollars from the government uh, on the purpose of supporting businesses, but instead used it uh, to build their coffers through trading, which they pumped into the market, which pushed the markets higher, and they made record profits um, in, in third quarter. In, in the worst economy, I mean, in, there's two kinds of economies. There's the stock market, which is doing great. There's the real estate market, which is doing great. And then there's the world that 60% of the people live in that's just going to shit. They don't have jobs, they can't pay their bills, they can't find food. We have more hunger in the world today than we ever have. We have a, such a separation of classes that we've never had. The rich just get, keep getting stinking richer. And there are people who can't put food on the tables. The starvation in the world is at an all-time high, and yet the stock market is at an all-time high. I did a video back in February in which I keyed into Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger sitting and, and talking amongst themselves and saying, this, this, is, this is just crazy. And, and they were pulling out they, they, they took out billions of dollars um, to put into cash and they they predict that the market's going to crash and and this was done probably back in November of last year and it didn't happen it just didn't happen they were wrong and Warren had to get up in front of his his convention and say I I, I don't know maybe I'm losing it 
and then the pandemic came and and the market crashed but that wasn't because of the the the, the debt and it was because of a pandemic it was a reaction to the fact that the economy was shutting down and that people were going to go out of work and that people were going to default on their mortgages and but the country the the, the governments of the world turned around and just started pumping more money into a false economy. Now the question is, how long can it go on? And we have the lowest GDP or the greatest loss in GDP. We have, we have um, uh, our, our operating income, our taxable income is lower than our, our GDP. It's never happened before, and yet the market keeps going up. And then I did a video yesterday where I said that the international banking system is saying, we know that we're screwing you, and we know that we made a mistake, and we funded the banks, and they made record profits, and we know this is going to come back and bite us in the ass. And so we're going to implement something that we were planning to implement in 2021 to cover the $600 trillion worth of debt that's out there in mortgages and, uh, and, and, and derivatives uh, swaps. And, and we know it's going to collapse, but we want to step back now and say, see, we did what we could to try to bring these banks under control. But it's too late. It's it's a they're they're taking care of 90, 80 trillion of the eight hundred trillion, and so it's a bucket of water on a the forest burning in California, and they're going to say, "See, we stepped in to try to stop this before it collapsed." But folks, you need to be paying attention because this sucker's coming down, and it's. It's all around you. And the problem is that the wealthy are just getting wealthier. They're making more money every month, every week, every day, and the poor are getting poor. Well, it's got to stop. It's got to stop somewhere. Look around you. Now, yeah, maybe you, maybe world, the world's fine with you, and, and, and it is with me. I mean, let's, let's be realistic. Um, I'm, I'm living well. I don't travel like I used to. We don't go out to as many restaurants as we used to. But we got money in the bank, and, and our stock portfolio grows even though I went to 50% cash. The other half that's invested is still growing. This is crazy. And yet, we know that there are just millions of people who are in forbearance, and that we know that landlords are not allowed to evict, but that's all coming off. And, and the toilet's going to flush, and, and it's going to take the, 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 the small to medium class businesses and employees down. But, and, and it's reaching up. We, we're, we're seeing where banks are laying off people. We're seeing where... Tech companies are laying off people. Hell, the airlines are, are virtually shut down, and so are the cruise lines. These are well-paid people, but they're losing their support. Is the government going to come? Is that even something we should consider, that you have no nobody flying on an airplane? You have nobody going on a cruise ship. 
So you don't have that movement of money. But wait a second. The government will come in and give you the money that you didn't get because nobody got on your cruise ship. We'll just give it to you. Because nobody got on your airlines, we'll just give it to you. Boeing will keep you flying or keep you making planes that nobody's buying. This makes no sense. This thing has to reset. Now, do I feel that this is the end of the world? No, not at all. Not at all. It, it will come back, and I will guarantee you, it will come back and we will have a better world than we have now or that we have ever had because we will learn from this mistake. We will learn that through, through advanced technology and medical care, we can prevent things like this from happening. Hell, we can prevent cancer. We can prevent Parkinson's. All we have to do is use the technology we have to analyze our bodies. And we can do that every morning in the bathroom. The technology is there. We can teach our toothbrush to analyze our saliva. We can put a chip in the toothbrush. We can give it artificial intelligence, and it can become smarter than the doctor. Hell, my wife has an appointment tomorrow for an MRI. She has a tumor in her head. It's non-malignant. It's taken her hearing out of one ear. So every six months we have to go down and she has to lay in that MRI machine. And then she goes to her neurologist. But this time she isn't going to her neurologist. She's coming home for a 10 o'clock teledoc appointment with her, her, did I say, well, for her neurologist. And what he doesn't realize is he's going to be replaced by a bot. He's going to sit there and he's going to ask her some questions. She's going to answer his question. He's going to take notes. And then he's going to take his knowledge and apply it to her situation. What he doesn't realize is that out in the cloud, there's 500,000 of him that have an accumulated knowledge and that have access to millions of, of, of uh, MRIs and can make a better decision than he can. She, he's, he's not going to tap her knee to see if it flops up. He's not going to put a thing down her throat to see if she chokes, to see if her reflexes are good. He's a bot. He's a poor bot. He's not even up to a bot. He'll answer the questions, he'll take notes, but he's about to be replaced by artificial intelligence. And good for us that he is. Now, I go to my doctor, I, I went and I'm going to go in no, November and we're going to do the blood work. That blood work could be done in my bathroom. I could put my finger on a device and I wouldn't have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go down and do it. It could be done in my bathroom, and it could be done immediately. And it could be done every week. So when I do go to the doctor and I do see him, which I may never see him again because he'll be replaced by a bot, the first thing he asks me, the first thing he asks me is, do you have any pain? What? You should be telling me that I, I'm going to have pain because you're analyzing my body. You should be telling me what's going to happen to me in the future. 
that's what the future brings. But before we get there, shit's going to hit the fan. I mean, the you've got to know this, that this economy is a false economy. It is being held up by funny money, monopoly money. And it can't go on this way. It has to reset. Now, what that means is a lot of the companies that are not well financed are going to disappear. They're just going to go away, just like in the dot-com bubble, just like in the subprime crisis. But this is going to be a combination of the two. The subprime crisis was bad. The dot-com bubble was bad. But we have doubled it. We got both going on. We got a lot of tech companies that have no business being in business. We have a lot of of phony companies, zombie companies running around. That was the dot-com bubble. And now we have a bunch of stupid bankers who are raping us. That money, that $6 billion, $600 billion that they sent the banks on your behalf was your money. You've got to pay it back. Not anybody else. You got Goldman Sachs and, and Morgan Stanley and J.P. Morgan, you're the one who gave them the surge in their profits in the middle of this disaster. It was your money that they used to pump up the stock market to then to sell their shares at high prices and then return and then and then give the money to sub to, to the to the Lakers and 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 Ruth Chris and Shake Shack. Oh, but they gave it back. Oh, yeah, well, you still got $120 billion sitting in your banks that you're trading with. This has got to stop, and it's going to stop, and you need to get out of the way of it. Or just write it out, but you better not have any companies that got a bad balance sheet or haven't shown any profits yet and don't have any hopes to showing any profits because the dot-com bubble number two is about to happen. The subprime crisis in real estate. I mean, when we get to January and the moratorium on foreclosures comes off the banks and the, the forbearance comes off on, for, for, for renters, this thing's going to collapse. Now, there are going to be some people who deal with the higher end who aren't even going to notice it. They're, 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 they're just going to sit back and keep counting their chips. But if you haven't examined your portfolio and you don't, I'm okay in Amazon. I'm okay in Facebook. They'll come through this. They're going to take a dive because when the, when the toilet flushes, everything goes down. Those things, some things come back up. The toilet refills. And those people with strong balance sheets and good business plans will survive. But there are going to be some buying opportunities. So I'm, I'm probably not going to stay at 50% cash. I'll probably, because I just believe that you've got to look at this realistically. You've got to look at debt at record highs. You've got to look at the, the economy is not functioning as it, it was designed to function. 
And then you got to recognize that some of the smartest people, like Warren Buffett and and Ray Dilio, are out. They got out. Now, now Warren went and bought a mining company because he's hedging his bets. He thinks the dollar is going to collapse and the money's going to flow somewhere and it's going to flow through to gold and he doesn't want the hard asset. He wants the guy who's going to mine the new gold because his markups, he's not only buying the, the raising price in gold, but he's raising, he's buying the additional profits that the that the miners are sitting on with gold so that's my take on the market this is best of us investors we're a group of people i i expect you to come to the discord if you don't know what our discord is go to bestofusinvestors.com sign up i'll sign send you my morning letter every day the market is open you find the link to our discord what i call our village where i share more information where other people share information the video i did yesterday relative to the the um the what is it called libor changing was as a result of one of the members of my tribe informing me of that on the day before. So I knew it was coming. So I could inform my tribe that it was coming and they knew about it Saturday. You learned about it Monday. Maybe you're learning about it Tuesday or Thursday. And maybe it caught you with your pants down. I don't know. But we share information. I'm sure your banker didn't call you or your financial advisor call you over the weekend and say, hey, uh, the way that they put the price on LIBOR is going out and it's going to impact the market and it's going to create volatility. I'm sure you didn't get that call. If you did, good for you. Stay with the guy you or woman that you've got. But if you aren't getting that kind of information, Join bestofusinvestors.com and we'll share it. The, the guy who shared it with me, Ran, lives in Croatia. Yeah, my reach is that far. That I have people who are telling me, Carrie, take a look at this. I don't think you got that. But if you want it, now you know where to get it. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode.